0: Come up. How is everyone? You're all well? You all look great? I've already told you to tell each other that you look great. You can do it again if you like or high-five someone carefully. Let's bless each other. It's good to do, amen? I'm going to um speak this morning on, on it's probably one of the most favourite subjects that I have and that's... The subject of love. Someone say love. And the reason for this is you wouldn't remember just a couple of weeks weeks ago, Mum brought a message around the subject of reduce us to love. Who remembers that? Reduce us to love. You know, this is key. This is key to us fulfilling the purpose that God has placed on our lives. Amen. Because who knows that Jesus' life was... That's what it was. It was love. His whole purpose was for love. The whole reason he he went to the cross was for love. Someone say for love. love. And so it's so important that we understand this, what this means uh, scripturally. Amen? Because it's our purpose. Someone say it's my purpose. To love. Who knows it's easy to love some people. Come on, come on, you can be honest. Who knows it's easy to love some people? Who knows there's some others that, you know, it's a little bit harder? Yeah? Someone said, oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, we're 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 supposed to love our children, right? But who knows our children quite often make it hard to love them. All the parents said, amen, brother. But we love them. Is this right? Praise God. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 22 to start with, um, and I really believe you'll be blessed. And you know what? You probably heard all this before, but who knows? That faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And this, I believe, is a it's a message for now. We need to love better. Tell the person next to you. You need to love better. If you're sitting with your husband or wife, tell them you need to love me better. Uh, you need to love me better. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew chapter 22, we're going to start. So, Father, we just thank you for this wonderful time together this morning. We thank you for your word, Lord God. We thank you for your presence. Just someone say thank you for your presence? You are here. You want to do a work in our lives, Father. Lord, I just right now come against any distractions that we might have, Lord, any thoughts what we're going to do later thoughts of tomorrow father god concerns or 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 worries father you just come against them lord we call them out for what they are and they're just distractions from the defeated so father right now we just thank you that you do a work in us this morning in the name of jesus amen so chapter 22 uh, chapter 22 of matthew we're going to start verse 35 and i'm reading out of the new king james version it says this then one of them A lawyer asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Does someone say, "Love God, love God. and love your, love your neighbor"? Love your neighbor. So this lawyer, just so you, you understand, this lawyer actually wasn't asking this question sincerely. It actually, wasn't a, a, a genuine question. He was trying to trap Jesus. Right? He was trying to find a way to slander him, you know, and, and cause Jesus, you know, to, uh, or to accuse Jesus in front, of, in front of the people. That's what he asked this question for. And it's quite amazing when you look at it, um, because, you know, what Jesus brought in that moment was one of the best and most amazing responses you can imagine. All right. It's just how amazing Jesus is. He's got an answer for every question you have. And it's the perfect answer. It's the perfect answer. It's always the right answer. It's always the right answer. So stop questioning whether or not you're hearing from God. Just trust Him. Amen? Just trust Him. But He brings this most amazing response And the reason that he is able to bring the response that he brought is because Jesus is love. He just responded out of who he is. He just responded out of who he is. Jesus is love. Someone say Jesus is love. love. How many of us would have answered the same way? Anyone? You know, know, Jesus, Jesus, okay, so we know... The, the lawyer okay Jesus knew exactly what this lawyer was trying to do all right so let's think about that. like who, who of us would have responded knowing that this is guys after you in that way he's just out to, to make you look bad okay I, I'm pretty sure not too many people would have responded in the same way that Jesus did would that be right to say none of us would have answered that same way but Jesus gave this most incredible response. He, he, he Basically what he did is he, he summarized all of the law and all of the Old Testament into two commands. Love God, love your neighbor. Someone say love God, love, God. love your neighbor. Love people. Right? We understand that that word neighbor is it's, it's people. I meant to love people. Amen. So Jesus taught us. You know, on, on an, and you can read this through, through, you know, through your scripture. I know you, you would, but Jesus has taught on this heaps of times. He taught us to love people, He taught us to love God. You know, He did that through His ministry multiple times. And then after His resurrection, James, who was Jesus's half brother, said this. Look at James chapter 2, verse 8. Is everyone, everyone hanging with me here? This is really good. You'll like all this. This is powerful. James chapter 2, verse 8. Again, New King James Version. It says, if you really fulfill the royal law according to Scripture. Someone say royal law. I love this. This is amazing. If you really fulfill the royal law according to the Scripture, this is what it says. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. Someone say you do well. So after Jesus had established that our lives are to fulfill two purposes, what are the two purposes? Love God, love people. So after he's established these two purposes, to love God and to love people, this this, this command, these commands are described as royal law. This is what James called them, said said about these two These two two commands. They are royal law. What does royal mean? It means kingly. It means kingly. and What what, what does that mean? It means it is the only way we are to live our lives. To love God and to love people. Amen? Someone say amen. Amen. Let me know you're there. It's two-way interaction here. Royal means that it is kingly. And it's another way of letting us know that this law is the most important. Okay? It is raw law. It is kingly. It's to let us know that this law, these two commandments, are the most important. Someone say they're the most important. They're the highest law. Love God and love people. They are the best. You know? They are the best. How how amazing is Jesus? Think about this response that he gave to this lawyer. You know, he said, asked him this question, says, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Well, the law, the, the, the greatest commandment, the highest law that 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 is in existence is to love God and love people. Isn't it amazing? Come on. So so Jesus I'm just. Yeah, teaching you a few things this morning jesus brought a brand new revelation of this in this moment when he was asked this question he brought a a brand new revelation of this in his time on earth people you know that was that was so religious who knows this you know they were so religious they were so bound up and caught up in all these rituals and ceremonies you know like things like circumcision like it was a non-negotiable because this is something that that had to be done. They had to do things like you know those things like how many steps they could walk on the Sabbath. You know, like at the count steps, they didn't have little counter the watches or anything like that. Would have been a lot easier back then, if you think about it. But but you know, they they there was only so many steps that they could they could walk on the Sabbath. Like this is this is full on stuff. You know what food they could eat. And couldn't eat, you know, what needed to be done after childbirth. And you know, there was all these rituals and all these, uh, all these ceremonies that had to take place. It, you know, it, it was full on. And the whole reason for this was all, all around cleanliness and being righteous. Okay? It's, and, and, and holiness. But thank Jesus for Jesus. <laughs> thank Jesus for Jesus. Like, I'm not sure what you would have done if you got, like, to the last steps. You know, imagine on the Sabbath and you still had to, you know, get to the toilet. It was over there. You know, what would you have done? <laughs> thank Jesus for Jesus. Amen? Yep. Thank Jesus for Jesus. Someone say thank Jesus. Thank Jesus. You know, we, we have a, a new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. This is what it says in Ephesians we are truly righteous and holy because of Jesus amen come on so when you think about it i don't know i think this way sometimes there would have been there was no way anyone could have answered this question the way that Jesus did what is the greatest law no one could have answered it the same way as Jesus did amen The way he did it, it was so amazing. It was so profound. It it literally changed everything. It changed everything then and it's changed everything now because Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. Love God, love people. This is the greatest commandment of them all. Let's look at John chapter 13. John chapter 13, verse 34. says this, is 34 and 35. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know. Someone say, all will know. That you are my disciples. If you love, if you have love one for another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another so what did jesus do here he elevated love to be the supreme test for the disciples he elevated love to be the supreme test for the for the disciples but he also did this he elevated love as to be the supreme test for unbelievers to be able to tell get this, whether or not we are his true disciples. Okay? That's how they're going to tell, the way we love one another. Amen? That's how they're going to tell. How will I know that you're a follower of Jesus? How you, how you love one another. How will I know that you're a follower of Jesus? Well, how well you love me? This is what Jesus was doing. He elevated love to be the supreme test. Someone say supreme test. Supreme <laughs> test. So this is why criticism, you know, just, just throwing this out there, catch it as you will. But this is why criticism within the body of Christ is so destructive. We can't do it. We're the body of Christ. Unbelievers look to us and they're using this test. How well do you love one another? This is why criticism within the body of Christ is so destructive. Amen? We won't go any further with that. But any time we criticize, we fail the test. Amen. Come on, Jesus' life and all of his ministry demonstrated this love. Since this question was asked, the focus changed from then on, and still remains today. Love is the greatest attribute of the Christian life. How well do we love? Tell the person next to you and say, how well do you love? How well do you love? Come on. <laughs> See, it's love for God, but, but also his love flowing through us for other people has to be the focal point of our life. Remember the, t- the two commandments? That they're our two purposes, love God, love people. And I started off with that question, like, you know, who finds some people easy to love and some people hard to love? Amen. But see, as Christians, love being the greatest thing we have, it needs to be the focal point of our life. How do we love better? How do I love my neighbour better? You know, we needed like I said before, we need to be reduced to love to the point where that's all we got. Everything else flows from that. Everything else literally flows from love. We have to allow the love of God to flow through us so everything else can flow from that. Amen? Let's look at uh, Galatians chapter 5 now. Galatians chapter 5, verse verse 14. See, the thing about this is, you know. Like I said, like some people, it's easy to love, some people, it's, it's hard to love. So, we can't put our own rules, our own regulations, our own expectations above loving people. And this is it's simple, but it's such so true, so true, and so, so profound. We can't have our own sort of set of regulations and, and stipulations and expectations on, on, on whether or not we're going to show love towards someone. Amen? Love is a royal law. It is kingly. It means it is not to be questioned. Come on. It is the royal law. You try and question a law from a king. Don't last too long. It cannot be questioned. Galatians chapter 5, verse 14. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So those two commands you shall love the Lord your God, Matthew 22. You shall love your neighbor. As yourself, on these two commandments hang the law and the prophets. See, what Jesus did was he displayed a power far superior to the punishment which came from the law. It was love. It was love. Amen? You see, Jesus Jesus knew that the law and punishment wasn't the thing that was going to draw people to him. All right? He knew this. He knew that the law, he knew the, 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 the punishment, the things that people had to do, they, they, were, they weren't a display of love that were going to draw people to him. And so he knew that love, you know, to, 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 to feel that love from the Father, people had to be in, encouraged. Amen. So these new commandments, what they did was he 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 gave them so that people could have connection with him. So that would be, they would be drawn to him, they would be drawn into connection with him, they would feel love. Someone say love. So his his whole his sole purpose was the pursuit of connection with mankind. That's why he went to the cross. oneness with him it's the sole reason for the cross it was love that's what jesus is love that's why you could answer this question this way because he is love someone say he is love love. (sighs) galatians 5 verse 22 and 23 this is the passion translation this will encourage you Galatians 5, 22 and 23 but the fruit of the, the but the fruit produced by the holy spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions divine love in all its varied expressions joy that overflows peace that subdues patience that endures kindness in action a life full of virtue faith that prevails gentleness of heart and strength of spirit never set the law above these qualities for they are meant to be limitless someone say limitless so the fruit of the spirit in us gives us the ability to love in all its various forms of expression that's what we got on the inside of us so loving people is meant to be easy It's meant to be, it says there, it's it's limitless. For they are meant to be limitless. All the various forms of expression. You know when we ask that question, some people are easy to love, some people are hard to love? Well, the fruit of the Spirit, the, the Spirit that's on the inside of us, gives us the ability to love those difficult people. Because the fruit of the Spirit... Like it says there in that scripture, divine love in all its varied expressions. So we have on the inside of us the exact kind of love that a person needs to feel to connect them to Jesus. Because that's what this is about. Jesus' purpose for love was oneness with him. Amen? Come on. So just like faith... And another change that occurred in our spirit when we were born again gives us the capacity to love people more than the law will permit. What does that mean? More than they will allow us to permit or more than they will allow us. Those difficult people. Come on. Our new nature gives us the ability to love. You know, in the natural it can be difficult. ...particularly when things don't go the way we think they should. Is, is, can anyone agree with that? And how many times... ...you know, I remember times when I was... You know, ...had interactions with the children... ...you know, things don't go their way... ...the first thing that comes out of their mouth is... ...I don't love you anymore. <laughs> I don't love you anymore. See, when things don't go the way... ...it's like it's reactive to, you know, to natural circumstance... Okay, but, but what the, the move of the Spirit and the Spirit done on the inside of us gives us the ability to love in all its varied expressions. Okay, it, it, it gives us the ability to love even when we think, think things aren't going the way that they should. How powerful is this? Come on, how powerful is this? You know, this is why we need to be reduced to love. It means, this is what it means. It, it means nothing will ever stick to us. That <laughs> means nothing will ever stick to us we we'll never have an excuse not to love people are you good yeah. and you know, have you ever had um people who don't don't like you before <laughs> anyone anyone People gone anyone, anyone not had any like has anyone ever had people not like them before okay yeah, you know, did it did it affect did it be honest, did it affect the way that you responded to them? Yeah. <laughs> this is why we need to be reduced to love. Because when we're reduced to love, stuff won't stick to us. It won't matter. No matter what they say, won't matter what they do, won't matter how loud their dog is. <laughs> it won't matter. Amen? Come on. When we're reduced to love, it means nothing will ever stick to us. And see, here's the thing just like where I started, this lawyer. Right? Jesus had plenty of people who did not like him. And you agree with that? He had plenty of people who did not like him. You know, he, he was rejected. He was despised. You know, did that change his pursuit of them? Come on. Did the fact that not lot like, people didn't like him change? his pursuit of them no did it change the love that he had for them these aren't true questions no what did he do what did he say he said forgive them because they know not what they are doing Forgive them because they do not know what they are doing. So when we when we are reduced to love, we will respond the same way. Nothing will stick to us. Nothing will change how we will, will respond to our neighbor. Who knows that this potentially is a work in progress? Being honest. But the amazing thing is that it's in us already. The fruit of the Spirit is. Gives us the ability to love in all its various forms of expression. Above which there is no law. It's meant to be limitless. Amen? It's meant to be limitless. I'll finish I'll just finish with this little little comment. Our, Our doing good and loving people is not a response to people, but a response to what he has already done for us. Did you get that? Our doing good and loving people is not a response to people, but a response to what he has done for us. And scripture says, love doesn't seek its own. Love doesn't seek its own. I don't love for what I can gain out of it because if I do that, I'll always be disappointed. I love because he told me to. I love because he's given me the ability to. He's put it on the inside of me. It's how important, that's how important this is. You know, our effectiveness as as believers and as Christians is only going to be as effective by how much we love people. Amen? Come on. I'll finish, I think I'll finish there tonight, this morning. It's it's not tonight. (sighs) I used to do that all the time. I was really doing youth all the time. It was always night stuff, so we'd always be talking at night. So I'd get up on a Sunday morning and it'd be like night all the time. It was just anyway, my youth has been renewed like the Eagles. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah, you know, he said this. He said, you know, if if you're told to go a mile, go two. Now, he said this, he said, if someone wants your coat, give them your shirt as well. That's how good he is. That's how good he is. There's no law set against these things. Love is not bound by any law. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you um, stick your hand on your heart. We've got a couple more things we need to do this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Did you get something out of that this morning? That's good. I say thank you, Father, that you've given me the ability to limitlessly love people. Father, I thank you that I'm a new creation. I thank you that you've done a work in my spirit that gives me the capacity to love in all its various forms of expression. Which means that you've given me the ability to love and that no one can escape my love which will draw them to you in Jesus name amen amen we well, bless the lord thanks guys thanks guys